Okay, good evening. We're ready to get started. Tonight we're going to be learning Maseches Musachem, Daf Ayin Amud Beis, and as well Daf Ayin Aleph. And we'll be going to the Mishnah on Ayin Aleph. Um, to, to give a little bit of context, we're going to be discussing a uh, an additional Korban Shlamim, one that we haven't really spoken about before. And this Korban Shlamim potentially could have been brought on the 14th. Are you Yotze, the mitzvah of, uh, of Simcha? Are you Yotze, other mitzvahs with these extra Korbanos? So just to let's be clear, we're not talking about the Korban Pesah. We're not only talking about the Korban Chagiga. We're talking about a third type of Korban, which was a regular Shlamim that was a little bit brought out of the blue. It wasn't a requirement to be brought. You had an animal that was already dedicated. So we're going to get into that sugya tonight. We're going to see a lot of, uh, of nuanced prices, and hopefully we will uh, get to the Mishnah in time for us to all make marv. So we're starting on the bottom of Ayin Amaralef, and we're starting um, approximately 12 lines or so from the bottom. Yesterday we spoke about the Shita of Ben Tema. So the Gemara wants to know something else about Ben Tema. Yesterday we saw that Ben Tema made an, made an equivalence between the world of the Korban Chagig and the world of the Korban Pesach. So much so that we said that one of the Manishtanas was Bezehaloshan about the Korban Chagiga. Fine. So the Gemara says that we know that Etzem lo Sishberuvo, that when it comes to the Korban Pesach, there's an Isser of breaking a bone in the Korban Pesach. So we want to know the same way that we were asking yesterday on Shabbos, how far does Ben Tema take the equivalence of the world of the Korban Chagiga to the Korban Pesach, does he also extend it to the world of Shviras Etzem? So, do we say that the Korban Chagiga is going to have that same Isser that the Korban Pesach does of breaking a bone? Says the Gemara, when, when the Torah does in fact compare the Korban Chagiga to Pesach, the Torah says, Bo, Bo, Velo Bechagiga. Do we look at that word? It says, a pasuk by, uh, by Korban Pesach. Do we say, bo, only dafka here by the Korban Pesach, or maybe, and therefore not by Chagiga, the Lobe Chagiga? Odilma, no, that's not correct. Hi, bo, because of the Lobe Pesach, to get a different drasha, and therefore maybe the Korban Chagiga would have the same din of etzem lo sishperuvo. So we're trying to figure out again, what is the shita of Ben Tema? Does Ben Tema hold that the Korban Chagiga and the Korban Pesach are the same in regards to an Isra that we're familiar with, that one should not be breaking the bones within the Korban Pesach? Do we extend it to the Korban Chagiga, yes or no? So the Gemara answers with a brysa. The brysa, the, it's a, yeah, it's a brysa. And the brysa reads as follows. Tashma, eight, nine lines from the bottom, Adaf Ayin Amud Aleph. Says the Gemara. Tashma, if it's the 14th of Nisan and you find a shechita knife and it's a kosher shechita knife, looking at it, it doesn't have any nicks on it, you don't have to tovel it. We don't have to assume that it's tame. It's mutter to use straight away. So that's, uh, that's the first part of this b'risa. But if you found it on the 13th, maybe people had not yet done all of the tefillos to make sure that they're tahor. So it's that there, says the Gemara, there one would have to, at that point, they would have to be shown umatbil. They would have to um, be tovel the knife to make sure that it's tummy, that it's tahor and not tummy. What about a kofitz? A kofitz is like a meat cleaver. It's the kind of meat cleaver that intentionally is made to break bones. Uh, probably the more block type of uh, blades that we're used to seeing 
when you buy those like block of knives, it's the one at the top that's like three, four inches wide. So it's a real meat cleaver. So it says the Gemara, Kofitz has a different din. The Kofitz was not meant to be used for shechita. The Kofitz was meant to cut the animal into parts, whatever the case may be. So Kofitz says the Gemara, seven lines from the bottom, Ayinam Aleph, Kofitz, Bein Bazeh, Bein Bazeh, Shone Umatbil. It doesn't make a difference what day it is. It can always be used. We, uh, we, I'm sorry, it always has to be tovil. It always has to be uh, made tahor, which means that there was that there was no use for it for for some for someone. We'll have to see who that is. So says the Gemara, money. Who is the author of this brisa that makes no distinction in regards to the kofits in regards to the to that knife? So it says If it's the sheet of the rabbanon. Who don't equate the world of Korban Pesach to Chagiga? So then, Maishna Sakin de Matbil to Chaziel Pesach, Kofitz Nami, Chaziel Chagiga. By them, they would not have made a distinction between the two because the knife should be very useful. Ella, it, therefore, it should not be considered to be the Rabban. And this price about uh, whether or not we should be toveling these knives, so that's the Havamin of the Gemara, that maybe we should assume that yes, Ben Tema's comparison continues. And the world of the Korban Chagiga and the world of the Korban Pesach overlap yet again. How so? By saying that Etzem Losish Beruvo applies here as well, even by the Korban Chagiga. But the Gemara rejects it's low. That's not true. That's not true. Maybe this brisa could be uh, extended even to be understood like the sheet of the Rabbanon. Remember we said the Korban Chagiga wasn't brought on Shabbos. So maybe that's why the, the knife wasn't uh, prepared to go because it's Shabbos and we don't bring the Korban Chagiga either way. So it says the Gemara, that doesn't work. You can't say that, that we're talking about a case where the Korban Chagiga isn't being brought because it's Shabbos because as we are going to see right now, and I'll foreshadow just to drop, the rest of the very same brisa says that it's talking about Shabbos. But, so it's going to say that the Bryce that we just saw a few lines ago can't be Bahamid Katani Seifa, three lines from the bottom. Later in that same source that we just saw a few lines ago, the, the Bryce that we answered about the knives. So there we said, Bahamid Katani Seifa, we saw in the end of that Bryce, Chal Arba Sarlios Shabbos. It says, oh, what if the 14th is on Shabbos? What does that imply about all of the first few lines? It implies it is talking about the weekday. Let's finish out the end of the brisa. So chalar balios b'shabes. So then shochet b'miyad. You can do shchita. Uvechamisha sar shochet b'miyad. Nimtza kofets. If you find this uh, the this large knife shur lesakin, they're all connected and uh, they're tied up together. Harehu kisakin. No, forgetting all of the secondary details here. One of the things that we saw in the, in the third line from the bottom is that chal arba sarlios b'shabes. So it says the gemara bottom line mechlal. That implies the racial So you can't tell me that this Mishnah fits according to the Rabbanon because we're talking about Shabbos and the Chagiga is not brought on Shabbos. That's not true because that Tosefta, that Bryce, excuse me, spoke about Shabbos in the Seifa Michlal. That implies that in the Rasha we were not yet talking about Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Ve'ela, Sheba, maybe it was a case, Sheba, Bimeruba. We said yesterday that we know that the Korban Pesach has to be Nechal ala Sova. It has to be eaten when one is partially satiated. So what happens with the Korban Chagiga on Yud Dalid? The only time the Korban Chagiga is bought on Yud Dalid is when it's bimuat. It's only when there's a small amount of Korban Pesach per person. That's when we bring the Korban Chagiga. So maybe here is bimeruba. Maybe here there's a lot of meat per person, says the Gemara. It's a theoretical answer. How, how would you even know that that's the case until the moment comes? Like we, 
We would have no way of knowing that. That can't be what the, what's going on in the Brisa. So it says the Gemara, So maybe what we're saying is that we're dealing with a year where it's Pesach Abba because it's Pesach Abba so therefore the Korban Chagiga is not brought. And that explains the Brisa. says the Gemara there too. How in the world would you know what we're talking about? How, how do you know that it's going to happen? Maybe the, maybe the Habba Batuma didn't happen until the last minute. You can't tell me that, that, that this Brisa is speaking about a case of the unknown. It doesn't make any sense. So therefore, the Gemara gives a, a more nuanced to Kimta. Says the Gemara, it must be Demis Nasi, that the Nasi, the leader of the Jewish people, must have died. And there's a mitzvah to, 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 to become, not loved after to become Tamimates, but it's a mitzvah to be Malave and to go to the Nasi's funeral, unless you're a Kohen. So there, the Halacha would be that way. The Postgum also speak about this idea in a different way. We've lost so many Gedolim this week alone. Uh, just today, Mamish, yeah, an unbelievable number of great, uh, great, great tzaddikim. So some of the poskim write that when a Gadol Hador passes away, you should tear Kriya. Uh, yeah, either if it's, a, you know, if it's, if it's the Gadol Hador Mamish, like whoever that may be in theory, so then you should tear Kriya on the right side. We only tear on the left side for a parent. Um, and, uh, and others will tear just a small amount on the bottom of their shirt. So again, or Shilas, who's who, but but uh, the point is here is that Demis Nasia of all of the Dapamin Shas to say Demis Nasi, a lot of people have passed away today. You will turn should have an Aliyah. So says the Gemara, Demis Nasi. So asks the Gemara, second line, Ayinam at base, Demis Nasi, Amos, when did the Nasi die? When exactly did he pass? Because if we don't have the knowledge of Pesach Ababetuma, then the answer of saying that this Brisa fits with the Rabbanan doesn't work. So it says, when did he die? If you want to say, if he dies on the 13th, then I don't have to tovel anything because it's Pesach Ababetuma, because it takes seven days to get rid of Tumas Meis, even with the Efer, with the Mechata. So no matter what happens, this is going to be Pesach Ababetuma. It must be a case, but if that's true, that the Nasi died on the 14th, so then Maishna Sakin de Matbil, Maishna Kavitz de Lo Matbil, Matbila. Uh, then there should be no difference, but there shouldn't be a difference between the knives. He just died that day. So again, it's going to be Pesach HaBabatum. So answers the Gemara, Lotzricha, we're talking about uh, still a more drilled down case. Lotzricha, what is the Brisa talking about? Denasi goses b'shloshas, or goses in halacha, a goses in halacha is a person who is basically on their death on their deathbed. There's someone there where their death is imminent. We don't know when, but it's at some point in the relative near future. So this uh, sometimes does come up in in halacha in the medical world. It raises a lot of uh, complex shilas. Let's say, and we all know cases like this where people are only alive because the doctors are pushing medications. If they'd stop pushing the medications, the person's a mace already. So are they alive to start with? And putting on tefillin and so many shilohs that come up because of this. But here, the nasi must have been a gosis. So then says the Gemara, Sakin, when it comes to the shechita knife, so when it comes to the knife, there's only one suffix, and the suffix is whether or not the gosis will die, then there would be a tvila. But kofets to trace lo matbila. But by the kofets, there's two different things. Number one is whether or not the kohen, uh, whether or not the nasi will die, and number two is whether or not we're dealing with a case with maruba. And both of them are a suffix lakula. This is a, a, a an excellent example, a live example in the Gemara of the principle of a svexveka. A svexveka is when you have a double suffix that is leaning toward leniency. Maybe the kohen will die. Maybe he won't die. And if the coin doesn't die, maybe it's been Maruba, maybe it's not been Maruba. So this, what? What's Maruba? 
so the din by the Korban Chagiga was that uh, the Korban Chagiga was not brought when there was a lot of Korban Pesach. The Korban Chagiga was only brought as a corollary for the Korban Pesach when there wasn't a lot of Korban Pesach. So there's a, uh, in the, in Yoradea, there's a section in the back by the Shach called the Kuntras Svek Svekos Lahashach. There's a really a fascinating story that took place about a Svek Sveka where someone went to Rav Moshe Feinstein and they told him this whole Misa that this woman got married and the marriage was a good marriage. And then she got a, like a conservative Besden divorce and then she got married and had another kid. A very, very complicated story. Now, one of the things to know about Svek Svekas is that the Ashkenazi postkim said, you cannot build your own Svek Sveka. It has to exist in Chazam. Masha'in came the Sephardim they can build their own Svek Svekas. So after Rav Moshe Feinstein heard this whole Misa, he sent the family to Rav Ovadja Yosef. That's all. And uh, Rav Ovadja Yosef heard the story. He goes, no problem. Your kids are not Mamzerim. Everything is fine. You had children. It, it looked like it was out of wedlock, but it was a Svek Sveka, a double suffix. Could you imagine the Nafkamina? It's a child being a Mamzer versus a child not being a Mamzer. That's that's huge Nafkaminas. And the shoulders to say your own Svek Sveka, an unbelievable Kula. But, but and, and the godless of Rav Moshe to say, you just go to Rav Avadja. I don't understand the case of fake faking there. That the person dies, the person who's going to die is not going to die. It. Yeah. And then even if he does die, even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't, he might not be Maruba. So meaning that you don't need the knife and you don't need. There's no Korban Chagiga. Okay. So, so we don't, then you don't have to tovel the knife under those, under those circumstances. Because there's two, there's two possibilities as to why it will be unnecessary to tovel. Exactly right. Okay, Tanya. Tanya, the Brysa writes 10 lines down, Ayin Amid Beis. Tanya, Yehuda ben Dortai Piresh, who vidortai beno. So Yehuda ben Dortai, and he had a son, Dortai ben Yehuda. So the two of them were traveling together. Piresh, they separated from the community. So Yehuda ben Dortai and Dortai beno. That's a little hard to follow the names here. So behalach v'yashav v'dorom. They went to go into the south. Big machlokas in the Rishonim, if this person was a good person or not. Uh, we'll see in the Gemara that he was somewhat learned, and the, clearly the Amorim had had what to say about him. Omar he argued the following: He clearly held you're supposed to bring a korban chagiga on Shabbos against our Mishnah, so you need mar mukomos for that. You don't just get to argue with the Mishnah for fun. You need to have uh, you need to have real mar mukomos. So Yehuda ben Dortai was being a little antagonistic. If uh, if Elio and Navi comes and says, "Hey, where's your where's the korban chagiga on Shabbos?" and we're going to answer the Mishnah. The Mishnah here in in, in Parakelu Dvarim says that there is no korban pesach, no korban chagiga on Shabbos. So says the Gemara, "Mahein omrim lo." And he says, Tamahani, I, I just have a kasha. I don't understand. Tamahani, al gedole hador I just don't understand these gedolim. Shehen chachamim gedolim. They're very wise people with darshan, and they teach a lot of Torah gedolim. Darshan and gedolim. They're amazing orators. I don't understand. How could you tell me that there's no korban chagiga to be brought on Shabbos? Amarav, my time at the Ben Dortai. What's the Havamina that there should be a korban chagiga? We, we already said in our Mishnah that it's not brought on Shabbos. It's Yud Dalit. It's not the one that's brought on Tesvav. Those are different korbanos. We're not talking about Tesvav, Tezayin, Yud Zayin, Yud of Pesach, of Nisan. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the korban chagiga that would come along with the Korban Pesach only. And there, Ben Durtoi thought that it should be brought. Amar Rav, my time, or what's the reason? One third of the way down, I am a base. What's the reason why he thought that the Korban Chagiga should be brought even on Shabbos? Because it says that you should bring the Korban Pesach, Tzon Uvakar. Hello, Ein Pesach, 
Ela min ha-kavasim umin ha-izim. But we know that the Korban Pesach is only brought from Kavasim and Izim. So why does the Pasuk say, why does it say Bakar? Ela, Tzon ze Pesach. The word Tzon refers to the Korban Pesach. And Bakar, Zucha Giga. Pesach. So according to, uh, according to Yehuda, what was his name? Yehuda ben Durtai. So he says that based on the Pasuk, it's Pasha Pshat. Because the Pasuk by Korban Pesach says the words Tzonu Vakar. But Bakar is not eligible for the Korban Pesach. It can be Tzon, it can be a couple of other animals, but it can't be the big cattle. So clearly from the Pasuk, the word Bakar was implying there was another type of Korban that was brought, which is the Korban Chagiga. So says the Gemara, that's the reason why Yehuda ben Durtai thought that the Korban Chagiga should be brought on Shabbos, a proper Chiyuv. So says the Gemara, almost halfway down, we're just going to accept this guy's explanation. We have, that's not the appropriate way to understand the Pasuk. Remember that the machlokas that they're having here and how to read this pasuk, we would have looked at you. I mean, we're from our generation. You read that Sadaris. We would have looked at the drasha that Yehuda ben Dortoy just gave and said, that's a beautiful drasha. The word bakar, it doesn't fit by Korban Pesach. We know that already. So the word bakar has to mean something else. The is chagiga. It makes perfect sense. Amar Avashi, no, it doesn't make sense because there's another uh, there's another way to learn the Pasuk and one is more appropriate than the other. So Amar Avashi, we're not going to listen to him. Ela, Kra, the Pasuk has to go according to the opinion how do we know that if there is a, an animal that was uh, set aside to be given as a shlamim and it got lost and it's replaced, that's Mosar HaPesach, Shekarev Shlamim. How do we know that it's brought as a, um, a Korban Shlamim? Shenemar Vizavat, this Pasuk that, that Yehuda Ben Durtai thought was to teach us that a Chagiga should be brought on Shabbos, says the Gemara, no, that's not correct. The Pasuk is used for a different purpose. It's to teach us that a replacement Korban is, is going to be brought as a Shlamim. He's got to ask the same question, right? Rav Nachman has to ask the same question because the word Bakar doesn't fit. The Pasuk is not referring to a Korban Chagiga. It's referring to Mosar. It's referring to an, a replacement animal that when you had an animal that was supposed to be brought as a Shlamim and you lost it, you can bring it on uh, Yudalim, you can bring it, but you have to bring it as a shlaman. Fine. So that's how we understand the pasuk Rabbanon. And according to the Rabbanon, my time alo dachi Shabbos, Havada Korban Sibur. Who? Why? Why? Why don't we say that it's uh, Shabbos? Our Mishnah. Why does our Mishnah not, not not allow us to bring the Korban Chagiga on Shabbos? So Amar Reb Ilah Yishum Reb Yehuda Ben Safra Amar Krav Chagol Semo So Chag Lashem Shivas Yamin the Shivas Yamin Beshana Beshana. Should be brought for seven days. Shiva asks the Gemara. Shiva Habu. It's, uh, it's, I'm sorry, Shema. It's just not what the word says. Shiva asks the Gemara. Shmona Habu. It's really eight days. We know how long Pesach is. We know. And clearly, uh, the Pasuk says seven when it should have said, when it should have said eight, right? Or by Sukkot. Which pasuk is this one talking about? This one talking about sukkahs, no? Techogu b'chodesh hashvi. That's Nisan. So, anyways, the pasuk says here that uh, that there's not enough days. So, obviously, we see that one of those days the korban is not brought, and that must be how we know that it's not brought on Shabbos. 
Kiasa Ravin Omar Ravin repeated this halacha that he learned in the name of Rabbi Lo, uh, in the name of Rabbi Huda, in the name of Ben Safra. Kiasa Ravin Omar, he said, Amarti Lifne Rabosai Pam. I said in front of my rabbis as, follow, as follows. Pamim, there are times, Shisha. There are times that you'd only bring only six of these korbanos. How so? If day one and the last day, day eight, are both going to be days of Shabbos and you don't bring the Korban Chagiga, you're left with only six. Amar Abaye, Avin Tichla, a reference to uh, Rav Avin, Lema Kiha Milsa, Shmon Lomishkachas Laklal, Shiva Isabarov Shanam. You're saying it in a backwards way. The appropriate way to say it is that we'll never have eight. But not Dafka that you needed to say it that way. The Rishonim discuss exactly what this means. Amar Ula. Omar Rebbe Lazar. This is going to help us get all the way to the Mishnah on, uh, on the next plot. There's a lot to learn here and very detailed learning. So what we're going to be learning here is about a Korban Shlamim, as I mentioned when we started, about a Korban Shlamim that's going to be brought on Erev Pesach. Says the Gemara, Omar Ula, Omar Rebbe Lazar. A person who brought a Shlamim, Sheshachtan me Erev Yom Tov, Eno Chagiga. We know that we have a dinvis samachta b'chagecha, and we know as well that people have a, a requirement to bring a korban chagiga. So if a person brings stam shlamim, so they're not yotze. Why would they not be yotze? Mishum simcha, that doesn't work because you brought the sign yudalid before the chag started. In order to trigger the simcha from a halachic perspective, you need to make sure that the korban was being brought on Yantif. But this isn't Yantif yet. This is Yadalad. So therefore, Rabbi Lazar is saying that if you bring the Shlomim on Erev, on Erev Yantif, excuse me, so then, says the Gemara, you're not Yotzei Simcha, and you're not also not going to be Yotzei Chagiga. Bishum Chagiga, top line of Ayin Aleph, Amad Aleph. Bishum Chagiga also, have a Dabar Shebechoba. The Korban Chagiga is something that one should be bringing on Yantif. Something that's a Dabar Shebechoba has to initially come from Chulin. But the other one, the Korban Shlamim, it has to come from a dedicated animal that's already put aside. It doesn't come from Chulin, so therefore he says it doesn't work. And in fact, maybe we actually have something that supports the Shita of Rabbi Elazar, who holds that the Shlamim that's brought on Erev Yantif doesn't trigger the mitzvos of simcha or the obligation to bring the korban chagiga. How can we support this shita? Because the pasuk says, ach So the, the Gemara is bothered. We know the pasuk already says, v'samachta So why then does the Gemara add in the pasuk, ach It's to teach us, the rabos simcha. To teach us that when it comes to shmini atzeres, unrelated to our discussion, technically, but when it comes to shmini atzeres, that there is a din of simcha, a mitzvah of simcha in that day, l'maynaf kamina. We'll see shortly that this may well be the case, that the way that we can be mekayim, the mitzvah of simcha on Yantif is by drinking a revis shel yain. There are those who have such a minhag data or a halacha, whichever it is, that they'll drink a revis of yain at every suda. They're doing so for halachic purposes to fulfill the mitzvah of simcha. So would that apply to shmini atzeres? Koshalai predaschem, the added holiday. It's not sukkis. It's a new holiday. So says the Gemara that that day has an added level of simcha to it. So then the, in, in a classic form of a b'risa, the Gemara says as follows, Ata Omer, Lele Yom Acharon, you're saying that the, the simcha, the mitzvah of simcha is added to the last day. Oeinu Yom Tov, uh, Oeinu Yom Tov Rishon. Why wouldn't we say it's the first day? 
The Talmud Lomar says the Gemara, ach, chilek, that we separate day one from the last day. And one of them has simcha and one of them doesn't. And we give it to the last one. My time. Why do we give it to the last one? La mishum te'ein lo yismach. Maybe that there's no, there's no mitzvos on that day. So we have to make a chiddish to add to the last day. There's no mitzvos at Yoman Shmini Atzeres. Says Gemara, lo. No, there's a svara as to why the last day should get the added mitzvah of simcha. What's the svara? It's also taught in the Brisa, but here's the Swara. Why is it that we are adding the uh, mitzvah of simcha to the last day? Because the mitzvah of simcha had already kicked in on days two, three, four, five, and six. Uh, so therefore, we we know and seven. I mean, therefore, we know on the final day by Shmini Yatzeres that there's going to be added simcha because. Basically, what the Gemara is saying is that there was already a mitzvah of simcha in place, so adding another day, no problem. So, Mar Bani Lele Yom Tov Achron, Sheesh Simcha Lefana, Umotzi Ani Lele Yom Tov Rishon, the night of the first night, there's no mitzvah of simcha, there's Shein Simcha Lefana. Why is there no mitzvah of the first night? Why is there what? No simcha the first night? We're talking about the day of uh, of Erev, uh, of Erev, when you bring the korban before the Yantif starts. There is a mitzvah in Tesvah, we're talking about bringing a korban the day before the Chag starts. Are we gonna, we're going to be Marbe somewhere. We just don't know where to be Marbe. So the Gemara says that we know that we need to be Marbe, but it can't be the day that's just prior to Chag because that day does, is not preceded by the mitzvah of Simcha. Masha'en Kin Shmini is preceded by the mitzvah of Simcha. So we add in that day and not a new one. So ask the Gemara about 10 lines down, Ayin Aleph, Amad Aleph, Masiv, Rav Yosef, Asar, a person who brings a korban on the 14th, so there, what does he say? He argues with Rebbe Lazar. We just said 10 lines ago, 12 lines ago, on the bottom of the previous Amud on Ayin Amud Beis. We said in the name of Rebbe Lazar, we said that when a person brings a shlamim on Erev Pesach, on Erev Yantif, excuse me, so the halacha is that you're not Yotzei the mitzvah of Simcha, and you're also not Yotzei for the Korban Chagiga. So here Rebbe Yosef says, I disagree with you, and I'm, this is a brisa that he's quoting from. So what it says here, this price was quoted already. We learned it already. What does it say? It says, Ask the Gemara, how could you be Yotze with Simcha? Am I? How could you be Yotze with Simcha? It's got to be the case that you're not, that there's no mitzvah of Simcha, because we already said the rule on the bottom of the previous page that Simcha of the Korban is hooked in to when it's done on Yontif proper. So if you want to tell me that it was done on Tesvav of, uh, of Tishrei, whatever the, whatever the holiday is that we're celebrating, whichever Korban we're talking about, that makes a difference. If it's Yantif, then I could understand Simcha. But if it's being done before the holiday, then no, then there is no such Simcha. So it says the Gemara Veleka, we're lacking that here. Amar of Idi, Bar Abin, one third of the way down, Sheikhe Veshachta, we're talking about a case where no, where this Korban was not shechted until Yantif actually started. And therefore it is Simcha. And therefore... Really, there's no machlokas here because the shita that we just saw in the name of Rav Yosef, that there is simcha, we just answered that that's only talking about when it's shechted on yantif. But if in fact it had been shechted before yantif, there would be no simcha because bo'inan zvicha b'sha simcha. We would need to have the zvicha, the shechting to be done on yantif in order to trigger the mitzvah of simcha. Says the Gemara, Amar Ravashi Hachanami Mistabra. This this has to be the case. This pshat that we just gave, that this brisa that Rav Yosef quoted, that the Chagigas are Baasar, um, that we are Yotze Bamishum Simcha, that it has to be that it was done on Yontif itself. Why? Ben Tema. 
Because of the shita that we learned yesterday, the shita of, uh, of Ben Tema, it has to be that it was done on Yantif. Otherwise, the Korban couldn't have even lasted to the first day of Yantif because he had such a limited scope. He had a limited expiration date, just like the Korban Pesach, Shmamina, that this is in fact the correct answer. Masiv Rava. Rava says, wait a minute. We know that there are eight days over there. So why eight days of Simcha? Uh, how, how are you going to work all of that out? If you say that that's true, that we need sometimes it only comes out that there's seven days. So why does the Bryce say that there's always eight days? It's not true. Sometimes it's all, all, only seven. So how do we understand the Bryce that says there were also some si'irim, extra korbanos that were brought on Yontif, and that's what we're talking about that has simcha. Amar Rava, no dice. I don't like the answer of saying that the simcha that the Brisa refers to when it says simcha shmona, that it was talking about si'irim regalim that were brought on all eight days. We're not, that's not what we're talking about. Here's rejection number one. We weren't cooking these animals, and sli is the simcha bechai leka. When you eat an animal that's not cooked, that's not called simcha, so it has to be a cooked animal. So that doesn't work. And as well, the si'ire regalim were only eaten by kohanim, and because of that, it's limited from the people. If it's limited from the people, you can't say that it's simcha. Vod kohanim ochlin v'yisrael by mes mechen. papa, where is the simcha of this price? So when it says, ahalol simcha. That it really applies for eight days. This is a very well-known Gemara that one should be dressing very nicely on Yantiv, and as well, they should make sure that they have Yayin Yashan, an older wine, if that's what makes you happy. Uh, you have to have an older wine. So the post can say which wine is better to drink. Should it be red? Should it be white? Whatever. A whole bunch of the unit. Okay. Kiyasa Rav and Omar Rabbi Elazar. He said in the name of Rabbi Elazar as follows: Shlamim sheshachtan me'erev yom tov yotze b'hen mishum simcha ve'en yotze mishum chagiga. This is similar to the previous thing we saw in the name of Rabbi Yosef, except for one thing: he's quoting Rabbi Elazar. That's very strange because Rabbi Elazar was quoted on the previous on the bottom of the page by Ula in the name of Rabbi Elazar about the same exact topic. So the Chora, these are two students who are understanding the sheet of their Rebbe differently. Let's see how the Gemara plays out this shita. Ravin said in the name of his Rebbe, Shlamim Sheshachta Me'erev Yontav, if you bring a, a Korban Shlamim on Erev Yontav, Yotze Bohen Mishum Simcha, yes, you can check the box of Simcha, Ve'ein Yotze Bohen Mishum Chagiga, however, you're not going to be Yotze as it relates to your requirement to bring a Korban Chagiga. Why? Yotze Mishum Simcha, Lo Ba'inan Zvicha B'Shas Simcha, Wow, he holds differently. We've been saying up until now that the only way you can trigger the mitzvah of simcha on yantif is to make sure that the zvicha, that the shechita, is actually on yantif, says the Gemara. No, he, just doesn't, he doesn't hold that way. That's not correct. However, he still, Rabbi Elazar, according to Ravin, still holds that you're not yotzei the mitzvah of chagiga because because there we already saw that the, uh, that the korban shlamim would have to come from an animal that's already dedicated. But the Korban Chagiga would have to come from an animal that wasn't dedicated, it has to come from Chulin. And what case are we talking about? Shlamin. And a Shlamin can't replace a Chagiga. So says the Gemara, quoting a source that we already learned about, but now we have a different frame on Rabbi Elazar because we're no longer looking at Ula's version of Rabbi Elazar. We're looking at Ravin's version of Rabbi Elazar. So last of the short lines, first of the long line, says the Gemara, Ayn Aleph, Amid Aleph. 
says the Gemara, the same question that we asked before. We already know the Torah says, so why over here does the Torah say again, uh, um, why does it say, says the Gemara, uh, to teach us that the last night, Shmini Atzeres has the din of Simcha. The same Brisa. Maybe I could have said that the mitzvah of Simcha applies uh, even to prior to Yontif, and not only to Shmini Atzeres, Talmud Lomar, Achilek, says the Gemara, no, only, it only applies to one of them, and it applies to the to the latter of them, it applies to Shmini Atzeres, my time, lav mishum, de'ein lo yismach, there's no mitzvos hayom, says the Gemara, lo, that's absolutely not correct. What's the reason why? Kiditanya, like the Bryce that we saw earlier. Ma'rois, the rabos, le'leyom tov ha'acharon, u'lehotze le'leyom tov ha'rishon, why did you choose to say that the mitzvah of Simcha applies to Shmini Atzeres, but not to Erev on the on the front end? Says the Gemara, Mar be'ani le'le yom tov ha'achron she'esh simcha lefanav motzeni le'le yom tov ha'rishon she'ein simcha lefanav. We're bringing this again, even though it's the same brisa, because we have a different version of Rebbe Lazar, and we have to see how this fits within this different version of Rebbe Lazar. And now the Gemara is going to change gears, just uh, from a halachic perspective, from a conclusion perspective, it's really unclear as to how we would hold if someone would in fact bring a shlamim on Erev Pesach as to whether or not they'd be Yotze the mitzvah of Simcha. It seems to be across the board that if a person brought a shlamim on Erev Pesach that they would not be Yotze the mitzvah of Chagiga, that we didn't see. But we saw by both Talmidim, by, by Ula in the name of Rebbe Lazar and Ravin in the name of Rebbe Lazar, there, there we saw the Machlokes, could the shlamim possibly help us check a box and fulfill the mitzvah of simcha, yes or no? And there, fundamentally, the machlokas between Ula and Rabin, these two talmidim of Rabbi Lazar, was whether or not we say that in order to get simcha by the mitzvah of simcha, that you do have to do the shrita on yantiv proper, not erv yantiv, that seems to be their machlokas. Beautiful. One more sugya for tonight. Amar of Kahana. How do we know that the Emurim of the Chagiga, not the one we've been talking about so far, we've been talking about the Chagiga of before, the one that Ben Tema said was the same as the Korban Pesach. Here, we're not talking about that. How do we know that the, that the Emurim, the fats, the innards of the animal, of a Chagiga and Chamisha Sarsh Nifsal and Belina, that they have an expiration date? It says that you can't leave them out until morning. The samichle reishis, and we and there's another pasuk that has the word reishis in it. We're going to be analyzing this for the next little while, and then we'll hopefully wrap up soon. Reishis says the Gemara, the meimra, the high boker boker, the high boker boker rishon. That when it says boker, it must be talking about the first morning, namely that there is a. Oh, it's we said it's yom and laila that it's a, a very short expiration date of food. Maskifla Rav Yosef. That's only because the word reishis was here to couple with the word boker to teach us, right? When you have boker and reishis, the first morning. But what, what's the implication? Without the word reishis, it implies that it should be boker sheni. Says the Gemara, is that possible that the animal and the emurim have different expiration dates? Could that be mi'ika midi? Did basar ifsil lay me'orta, the emurim ad safra? Could it be that the busser's expiration date would be night, yet the emurim could still uh, be up and around? Well, they're, they're, they're dead, but it's the parts of an animal that they are that the isralina doesn't apply until the morning. How is that possible? The emurim not safra. Yeah, there is a precedent for that. We do have a case scenario where the busser and the emurim have different standards. 
says the Gemara, why not? Why can't we have it be that one item, uh, one part of an animal has an expiration date, the, the halacha of lina is sooner than the other. Where do we see this? Pesach. Look at Korban Pesach. By the, by the Korban Pesach, he says that the basar will, would be problematic from chatzos, but the emurim are until the morning. So that can't be what he meant. Amar Rabba, therefore it must be. No, Rav Yosef hachi kakashele. He was really asking a different question. What's the right way to understand Rav Yosef? Mika midi de'ilutana levasar lo bai reishis. Rav Kahan le'emurim bai reishis. Could it be that with, within one animal that we need the drush of reishis with one piece and not with another? That namely that one boker would mean mamish the first boker and the other boker would be you're using the same the same animal and you're you're darshaning it differently. Says the Gemara, Maihi, what would the source be for such an idea? The Tanya, last line of Ayan Al Famadal, says the Gemara as follows, the Tanya, Lo Yaling Min Habasar, Asher Tizbach Bayer, Biom Rishon, La Lo Yalin, I just want to say, yes, Harishon La Boker, that's the whole Pasuk. That's what the Gemara says, uh, quoting in the Bryce of the Pasuk writes, that you should not leave from the basar that you sacrificed on the first day to morning. Turning to the top of Ayin Aleph Amid Beis, says the Gemara, Li made al Chagigas Yud Dalid. We learned about the Chagiga on Yud Dalid, the one that's brought before Yantiv, Yud Dalid of Nisan, that it's Ne'echelis L'shnei Yamin V'layla Echad. Oh, oh, maybe not. Oh, Eino Ela L'yom V'layla. We don't know because we don't know what the word boker means. That's exactly what our case is struggling with. We, you're saying that within one case that you, the word reishis is qualifying the word boker and therefore it's only it's only a short expiration date of lina. It's only a morning and a night. Mashain came without range, without the word reishis, it's going to be different. Without reishis, then what's going to happen? It's going to be that it's the second night. It's all talking about the same animal. But still, again, the other possibility is not that way. Maybe it's only the first morning. It says the word bo on it. So this uh, this is a whole lengthy brisa that basically articulates the challenges of understanding the word boker. We don't know what it means. We don't know what it means. So the Gemara is going to analyze this now. Omar ma. Oh, eno ella boker rishon. Maybe we should assume it's the first morning. Ha amrisk show omer bayom rishon hare boker sheni amor. So maybe it means the second day. Hachi kamar. Oh, eno ella bishtei chagigos. Maybe that it's not talking about that at all. It's talking about Maybe he's talking about the number of animals. Maybe he's not talking about Lina at all. So totally different. So Hadar Amar must be that we have a different understanding here. It must be that we hold the Bayachagiga that it's eaten for two days and one night. In Cain, what does it mean in the Brisa earlier that we saw quoting the Pasuk im Neder Odadava? When it comes to the Chagiga and Yud Dalid, there we see explicitly that it's a day and a night. There too. That means that we know what we're talking about with Chagigas Tesvah, but we have no idea what the rest of the Pasuk means for Yud Dalid. So Limit al-Chagigas Yud Dalid, it must be that the Pasuk by Yud Dalid, by the Korban Chagiga that's brought before Yantif begins, is So after all of this, the Gemara finalizes its question and doesn't answer it. 
תאימה, תכסי ביום הראשון לבוקר. דמאי בוקר, בוקר שני. הקוראיך תכסי בוקר סתמה, בוקר ראשון. ואף על גב דלוקוס, הבורשיס, זה בעצם מאוד מתכוון. We had a, a statement from Rav Kahana to say, hey, wait a minute, how about the Emurim of the Chagiga? Do we allow for there to be different types of deadlines, two parts of one animal? And the Gemara concludes inconclusively that it really depends on how we understand Boker. And hopefully when Elio comes, we'll figure out exactly what it is that, that is going on with this piece of Gemara, because we don't know how to, what basically the way to frame out the question is when it says Boker, what's our standing assumption? Does it mean that it's talking about the first morning or is it talking about even the second morning? So we'll stop here at the Mishnah. Mirza Hashem, pick up right, right here tomorrow night to learn Daf, Ayin Beis, and Ayin Gimel Amadav. Right. Wishing you all a beautiful night.